Welcome to another episode of the Market Makers in Middle East and Africa podcast. Today I speak to Katerina Hasbani, partner at AESG. I specialize consulting firm. Welcome to the podcast Katerina. Thank you for having me. Katerina, yeah. you have uh, decades of experience in consultancy. Now you're working as a partner at AESG. Tell us about your story. Mm. Well, my story has a lot of twists and turns, and sometimes I say it's a bit eclectic because I originally started as a policymaker in the European Commission at the time when Slovakia, my home country, joined the European Union. And I got this job for life as a public official, and uh, I've spent a few very interesting years there where um, I started the work that I continue until today in sustainability space. I addressed energy efficiency, renewable energy, uh, but the truth is, I also started working on what I'm now uh, helping to change, which is uh, the traditional industries uh, that are asset heavy, that are using uh, fossil fuels. Uh, and, um, you know, my journey took me through the Middle East. I lived in Lebanon. I worked for government in Dubai, did my MBA with INSAT and uh, started a company in Singapore doing innovation consulting. And finally, I decided that innovation co consulting is great, but I want to use innovation in other line of work. Like it's okay. Some people enjoy it in itself, but I like to integrate it in what I do. So I went back to um, what I know and I caught this wave of sustainability and decarbonization. But, you know, for people like me, it's very exciting because when I started in what we call today decarbonization and sustainability, it was this niche small thing that no one cared about. And today we are in the middle of a, a real change, right? We are changing the way our economies and industries operate. And uh, that's how I, you know, just continued. And uh, I'm happy now that I can drive the change with the clients, but also that I can educate a, decade, a, a team of young professionals on how to do this, how to operate businesses in a different way. So that's what I do now day to day. Uh, perfect. You mentioned something that sustainability has its wave. And I say that, you know, now finally it's getting yeah. a center or a spotlight and getting uh, getting discussed at the board level in most of the companies. Tell us what does sustainability means or ESG means. Mm. It might have different meeting with different mm. people. And tell us about a project where you really draw a lot of impact and help a customer drive sustainability or ESG? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. What is sustainability and what is the ESG abbreviation? Environmental, social and a governance agenda, right? And um, there is a lot of confusion about what it means. Uh, uh, people also have different definitions. Uh, for me and the way I deliver the work that I do is about helping companies and governments to, to run their organizations better. Um, and from that perspective, you know, we, are, we drive it through the environmental criteria, we drive it through the social criteria, and we improve governance, right? But, but ultimately, the packaging and the, the purpose is helping to run companies better. And it's good to have that lens because then it becomes less blurry, less fluid when we have to make decisions about what we want to do and how we want to go about it you come back to the fact, are we improving the business or not, right? But even if we do that, uh, we have to start with the why, <laughs> which is the most important thing in um, 
driving sustainability or what we call ESG agenda is to go to the why. Why is the business doing sustainability or ESG? Um, and that brings me to the projects because our typical project starts with the why. <laughs> Uh, we often uh, respond to respond to RFPs. We do a proposal, but even if there is a very good uh, scope of work developed, we always at the beginning sit down with the client and we ask these questions: What is sustainability for you? <laughs> what does ESG mean for you? And you know, that brings us everyone in the room usually answers different things. You know, some say it's about energy, water; the other says it's about the people, or you know, and so on. Uh, so ultimately, it's why do you want to do it, right? Do you want to do it uh, for your customers? Do you want to do it because the government asks you for it? Do you want to do it because you want to manage your risk, right? Um, or do you want to do it? And that for me is the best driver, the best reason is do you want to do it because you want to change your business and make this an integral part of your business? That's the thing. Now, you mentioned something the ESG, which is environment, social, and governance. When you engage with the customers, mainly in the Middle East and Africa, do you see the requirements or the trend on a specific to one area, maybe environment or social or governance, or do you see the trend to improve all the three aspects, as you mentioned? So right now everyone starts with this notion of sustainability and ESG and they try to, ident to, to define it for themselves, right? Uh, so from that perspective, what we often do, we map it out for the client. We say, this is where you stand. And we do it often via internal policies. We say in energy management, you have a policy, you have a system in place, so it's green. <laughs> in waste management, you have nothing, it's red, right? Like So we create this system of traffic lights. Uh, that helps the client to go from the traffic light to all green situation. Um, so here in this region, I I feel like customers sometimes tend to to the environmental aspect because it's easier to grasp. We we before we came here, we had the discussion about data, right? Um, in a in a situation where there is a lot of uncertainty, and definitely in sustainability, there is a lot of uncertainty. It's not defined. That's the first one. Well, customers tend to go to something which they can define, right? And the the environmental metrics are are more quantitative, including in the carbonization. So they they tend to start there. So I would say environment plus the governments, and then the social comes in as well. So it's it's a real long-term journey. Mm -hmm. Now that brings me to another question, which is there is a lot of trend on ESG investing. You know, banks or P firms, they're also asking about, oh, you know, are you sustainable? And how the companies, when they raise money or wants to raise a fund, how they can measure sustainability and then how they can report it? Yeah. This is really, you know, one of the biggest challenges right now. And that's why in uh, the sustainability consulting, you have a whole branch of consultants that specialize in this, in uh, supporting companies that, that are focused on ESG investing. Um, because the, the, the definition of ESG and sustainability is fluid, naturally speaking, it's hard to measure, right? And I mean, many... Um, 
uh, either established companies or startups are finding their way through it because they are creating different new indices, right? Um, uh, startups are creating digital solutions that help companies to track their data, to report it. The investors that really succeeded in investing in the right companies, what they have in common is they don't use just one data source. So they would have access to all the available indices. They might use some of these new startups. Now, Katrina, coming to the two other parts which you mentioned, apart from people, which is technology and innovation. So what role technology and innovation plays? And now coming to drive this, what role startups can play in this whole uh, uh, mm-hmm. driving the agenda of ESG? Yeah. yeah. This is a very big agenda, right? So, and there are many unsolved problems uh, that are around so many different issues. Uh, you know, we've talked about change management. So, changing behaviors is 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 hard. You know, there are startups that have solutions that help end customers to adopt new solutions or new way of living, you know, being more energy efficient or um, just adopting very simple practices around elimination of waste, tracking your waste, things like that. Uh, Then there are startups that are solving the bigger problems for corporations. We've talked about data, right? So there are startups that are helping corporations to track the data, to report it. But also there are the big technology challenges still, as I said, you know, maybe we have technology that is available to reduce 50-60% of our carbon footprint as a global, as a world, right? But the remaining, the the, the last mile, <laughs> you know, the 20-30%, we still have to find out new technologies how to do it. And many of them are actually in, the, in heavy industrial sectors or in materials. When you think about a lot of the materials that we are using day to day are coming from from fossil fuels so i see a lot of opportunity with startups that that help to create new materials that are more sustainable that are recycled or from materials that don't involve uh, fossil fuels and i think i remember one of the examples that you mentioned is about bottles so instead of buying the plastic bottle <laughs> yes. water you know yeah i mentioned i i i maybe i should pursue this this idea because uh, uh you know i try not to use plastic bottles so i have my own bottle uh that i carry with me and i fill it in but i forget it everywhere in taxis in meetings right i had a bottle with my name on it it disappeared so i say i would like to have a bottle that when i go too far away it starts beeping so i remember <laughs> i remember to have it yeah i think It's a good point. It's how can we make, I always think about this even at corporate level, how can we make sustainability easy? Mm-hmm. Right? How can we make it in a way that people adopt it, that companies adopt it, right? Like, and, and it's, when you take that approach, it's like in any product, yeah. right? Like how do you make a customer to buy into a new product or a new solution, right? Like you want to make it easy. Yeah, yeah. and and when you engage with the customer, there might be, situations where there are business realities maybe supply chain has to be maintained or uh, there is an impact on the environment but at the t- same time maybe it's not sustainable how do you balance that part the economic realities of doing something mm. versus sustainability well this is always the 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 difficult conversation to have, right? So we go and we talk about the vision and like all the things that we will do and, you know, we will integrate sustainability in the business. We identify the initiatives and then we cost them, right? We CAPEX, OPEX, and that's where everyone is like, oh, right? 
that's when the why becomes important, right? When they get the bill, mm-hmm. right? Because the, the bill will always be there. The cost. The cost of doing the cost sustainability. Of in, yeah, yeah. The cost of doing sustainability will always be there. So it's very important at that point why you are doing it. Because the, if the why is integral to the future of your business, you will be like, okay, maybe this is too high. I can do a few things differently. Maybe I can spread it across longer period. But you're committed to doing it, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed mm-hmm. to, oh, maybe, who knows whether this will work, right? So there are studies that actually say that the CEOs that have succeeded in in uh, this transformation journey of integrating sustainability are the CEOs who, of course, do the studies, do the feasibility studies, do the budgeting costing, but they believe in the why. <laughs> they believe that this is essential to changing their business to the future of their business to, because at the end, the sustainability in the sense of the word is about longevity when you think about it, right? That long-term view and that belief is, is much more important in this agenda. And at the end, when you think about it in any business, right? I mean, because we are learning today that if your business is just about chasing the next funding round, it's about chasing investors, you're not really chasing the real value, mm-hmm. right? So so I am always going back to some of the core principles of, uh, I think, how to do business well, all right? Mm-hmm. This brings me to another question, which is you mentioned sustainability has its wave now and is getting discussed at the boards. How do you see the trends in next mm. five to 10 years? And what impact will it have on businesses and on people as mm. in society? Mm. Well, first, I'm not objective. I'm betting my career on this <laughs> and my retirement. <laughs> so disclaimer. But more seriously, if I look back those 20 years that I've been working in this, right? And I look where we are today. I feel so hopeful, right? Because 20 years ago, you know, energy efficiency uh, or renewables was a side business, a side hobby of certain groups of people or organizations. Today, these are mainstream businesses that, as you say, some major investors are investing in, right? There is not enough investors and projects to go into. That's how the ESG investors are hungry. Uh, and and being here in UAE, right, and having been here the first time maybe 12 years ago, like seeing the change that we have done, I cannot be but hopeful, right, uh, that that this is not just a wave, this is not just a trend, you know. We, we are changing the way businesses operate. And again, going back to digitalization, you know, at the beginning of the digitalization wave, it was that fancy thing, right? You had to persuade your customers there is this new thing, digital, like do it, you know. Today, if a business is not digital, it's not viable. Yeah. So this is the way I see the development of uh, sustainability and uh, 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 the same way that the decarbonization is integral to it, right? So so I see v- very good things happening now. You, you made a good point about the time horizon, right? Five to 10 years. <laughs> it's actually 40 to 50 years. <laughs> That's how much work we have we have to do. So, you know, um, in five to 10 years, 
hopefully we would have finished with some of the fundamentals and we will get into a bit more sophisticated work that we need to be doing and i see maybe the people will be more educated more aware mm-hmm. more conscious about sustainability and this is what will promote sustainable products or maybe in some cases as you said like digitization it will force companies to be more sustainable produce sustainable products sustainable cars and you are right people people don't adopt what they don't know actually yeah. right mm-hmm. so so them knowing knowing what you wear knowing what you use where is it coming from it helps them to make better choices i believe that the education and knowledge is something that helps so that's what we are all uh, engaged with this this is what their podcast is about so it's great yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and my another question is let's say there's some companies who have started or they are at the initial stage of starting their esg journey what advice will you give them to be successful in the journey mm. ask the why and mm-hmm. solve the why first why sustainability you know why what how why sustainability mm-hmm. what does it mean for you and how do you want to go about it but start mm-hmm. with the why because that's what will help you through the long term <laughs> perspective mm-hmm. of the sustainability you know it's not a six month project that will just you do so you need to have that why in order to stay on track yeah and is is it important in companies to have a kind of a commitment or a buy in from the top level oh totally uh, i mean and especially in this region i don't see how to do it otherwise right mm-hmm. uh, but but i have to say most of my projects are now happening because the board or the ceo ask for it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even not just that some of my projects are starting with a presentation to the ceo so again th- there is there is a trend there is education happening at that level uh and we need to cascade it down right like now we are working through the middle management right to make sure that they also get the buy in because then we are talking about we are back to the initial conversation the people the education will to change agility and so on yeah and one another question that comes on the discussion is how companies are been you know apart from becoming sustainable how they can drive sustainability in their supply chain so how do you think that can happen mm. well i think no company first we have to set straight that no company can really be sustainable without working with its supply chain right mm-hmm. because sustainability also means in the way we are describing it uh is it means that you understand your supply chain you understand your raw materials you understand your contractors where are they coming from what are the practices that they are employing mm-hmm. so you really have you know there is a term that is now really getting into everyone's uh, analytical framework which is the life cycle analysis right so really understanding your business from all of the sides so there are few steps knowing what is in your supply chain just like step by step what is my supply chain from me all the way to the raw material or or, or start of the process uh, classifying your suppliers you know understanding what are their practices on the metrics that is important for you right mm-hmm. and then again educating them mm-hmm. telling them this is something new i'm putting in place i want you to be compliant this is how you get to it to the compliance right like and you give them some time to improve and if they don't improve unfortunately you know you ha- 
and that's where the challenge actually lies is that some of my customers are careful because they are saying well i have so few <laughs> suppliers in this area can i put this additional requirement on them how will they react will they react yeah. yeah so you know progressively you build up yeah. yeah but you build up that new cap- capability in the market you tell them okay i will upskill with you mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you help them to get better and um you know maybe there will be something positive that will come out from that collaboration and i think what you mentioned is the time horizon or it's a journey right yeah. it's it's not like 6 month or 3 month or do it at yeah. once my last question katrina how can we engage wider public to make them more aware on sustainability and what role businesses can play in this yeah well there are few ways you know we can always um, run campaigns educate public publish information you know and uh, uh provide training um and many businesses are doing good job today right in uh, informing customers when they buy a product is it sustainable or not and so on but and here i i again i use my public uh, policy background we've done so many studies on adoption of some of these um sustainability practices uh one in particular energy efficiency right how to encourage um, energy efficiency and um Uh, we've done an analysis where we looked at how much it costs per kilowatt hour saved uh and what came as the best tool <laughs> is the pricing signal mm-hmm. sometimes in order to send signal to a user uh we need to send a price signal and we are living in a society that was built on the fact that <laughs> you know everything is uh cheap everything can be made cheap uh you know um if you don't like something you throw throw it away you buy a new one so and resources are cheap right uh because we are producing them at scale um so sending that price signal is what we need to do sometimes in order to help people to make better choices and i'm not saying that we need to use it frequently but sometimes we will have to get used to new prices of certain things because if we want to make them sustainable it will mean that we have to put in place new practices we need to pay fair wages you know we need to ensure that environmental protection happens and so on so that's the new world we are living in thank you very much katrina it's really a pleasure to have you and to have uh, a discussion on sustainability which i think is a very important topic so thank you very thank much thank you pleasure. excellent Thank you. <laughs>